0: Well, hello there. It's time again for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and I've got a great show planned for you, as always. But first, let me wish you and yours a happy Thanksgiving remember to gather around the tables and be thankful for what you have this holiday season and with that in mind we're talking about how to have a safe and fun holiday season with your furry friends also it looks like it's kind of a concern right now for businesses about the holidays a lot of people are unsure about the inventory businesses are confused we'll talk about that and did you know that the national EMS response time is more than 15 minutes well Cops get there first. I've got a nonprofit that gives some critical medical equipment and training. We're going to talk about that. And also, the Candle King. He's going to make sense out of the holiday entertaining this season. You stay tuned. It's coming up next on the Florida Roundtable.
1: If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number.
2: Call 800-363-7934. 800-363-7934. That's 800-363-7934. Paid for by Legal Alert Line.
3: You hear a lot about gratitude this time of year. Online articles, television, social media. Seems like everywhere we go, someone tells us we should be thankful. Now, being thankful is not a bad thing. Even in difficult times, we have so much to be thankful for. But I have a question. Who are you thankful to? In other words, do you pause to consider the ultimate source of all good things in your life? The Bible says that every good and perfect gift can ultimately be traced back to the hand of God. These gifts are an expression of His amazing grace. While many of us embrace the idea of feeling grateful, we often stop short of honestly thanking God for the blessing of our lives. That's like receiving a gift but never thanking the giver. This Thanksgiving, don't just think about what you're thankful for, but to whom you are thankful. This is Bryant Wright wishing you a happy Thanksgiving, speaking right from my heart.
4: For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org.
0: Oh my goodness, the holidays are right around the corner. Florida Roundtable is expecting a big, big gift from all of you. I'm just kidding, actually. Thanks for listening. But the expectations of the holiday, wow. It's pretty crazy, and there's a lot of uncertainties this holiday season. So businesses are responding in a bunch of different ways. Right now, I've got Carl Holler. He's partner, Consumer Center of Competency Leader at IBM Consulting, and he is going to talk to us right now. Hi, Carl. How are you?
5: Hi, Melissa. I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm all right. But I think like most concerned consumers, I have a, I've got a lot of apprehension about this holiday season. What do you think most consumers are worried about?
5: So the thing that is front and center on consumers' minds, um, and this is from our uh, annual holiday consumer survey um, where you know we go out, we talked about 12,000 people this year. To understand their mood, their mindset, and their intentions around holiday shopping and travel, um, the thing that's most top of mind for them is the economy. And and I'll say that's a bit of good news and bad news. Um, you know, it's not great that people are worried about the economy, and there are definitely things to be worried about in the economy. But on the other hand, for the past two years, we've been worried about our health. We've been worried about COVID um we've been worried that just by doing the normal things we want to do every year during the holidays you know we or a loved one you know might have a severe negative impact to that and so i i try to take the glass half full of you and say it's almost getting back to normal that we're worried about the economy that's actually a sign of getting into a uh, post-covid situation
0: Wow, I'm glad to hear that. So we're preparing for success. How are we doing that this holiday?
5: You know, success for most consumers is just to have a normal holiday, to be able to shop, to be able to travel, to be able to go out to eat, see a movie or a show or a visit with friends and family. Um, and that's what we're really seeing in our study. Um, we saw that consumers' spending intentions are up. Um, they they were planning to spend about eight percent more shopping and almost fifty percent more on holiday travel than they did last year. so for uh, for your listeners in Florida, I would expect a continued surge of snowbirds.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, and And the travel and holiday spending are happening earlier than ever. Um, six in ten consumers had were planning to start their holiday shopping by the end of October, and eight in ten consumers, We're planning to buy holiday travel by the end of October. Um, That being said, Hmm. almost everyone has a backup plan as well, because we have learned that you need to have a backup plan in this environment.
0: Yeah, that's most important. We're talking with Carl Holler. He leads IBM's Consumer Industry Center of Competency, works with retailers and consumer goods companies worldwide. Any businesses being impacted by consumer shifts in the shopping or travel decisions?
5: Yeah, definitely. Um, the entire retail world is, has to react to changes in consumer behavior. Um, you know, one of the things that we saw as part of our study is uh, a growth in in-store shopping. You know, so last year, we saw nearly 40% of consumers who were primarily shopping online for holiday. This year, that's actually down to a third, um, which means you've got two-thirds of people who are either primarily shopping in-store you know, or shopping as we increasingly do with both the store and online at the same time. You know, maybe you're shopping online and then you're going to pick something up in a store, or maybe you're shopping in a store and you have something delivered to your home. So we're seeing a real blend of this. And that changes the needs of, uh, of retailers in terms of where and how they have their products out in different stores, and also um, the number of workers they need um, on the front lines to be able to uh, to be able to help serve us
0: so there's a lot there's a lot changing to deal with these consumer demands huh I did not realize that Carl where can our listeners go to get more information
5: Um, the the holiday survey and all of our Institute for business value studies are available at ibm.com forward slash ibv.
0: and in closing Carl any tips for the holiday shoppers
5: If you haven't bought your holiday travel yet get out there and do it the spots are going fast
0: there you go see I knew you'd come up with something clever Carl Holler thank you so much for helping us out and you have a great holiday season too okay
5: thanks very much you too
2: on
1: Hey Florida, we know you love getting out on the water, but do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com.
7: Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award winning actor. And I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget.
3: I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie
7: isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping side saddle down a
1: countryside road on a horse named Archibello, who seems to have only one speed high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. <laughs> So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because
7: I'm living my life. Oh, oh Archibello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archibello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, <laughs> and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov.
0: It's the Florida Roundtable. And law enforcement officers increasingly are acting like first responders. Often they're arriving at the scene before the paramedics and the EMS. Do you know the EMS national response time average is over 15 minutes? And, of course, every second counts. With that in mind, Aaron Nirban, I'm going to be messing it up again. He's the founder and executive director of Cops Direct. Aaron, welcome to the show. How are you?
5: Hey, Melissa, thanks for having us
8: on
0: today. So tell me about, first of all, why the critical time is so important, and that, why are cops arriving first?
8: Well, when you dial 911, the first people to answer that call are always going to be law enforcement. And unless it's a, a house fire or something like that, cops are going to be first on scene. And if it's a school shooting, or if it's a real bad traffic accident, or it's an officer that's shot, The medical equipment needs to be with that individual that can render aid when lives hang in the balance and it's a matter of seconds and minutes, and that is our law enforcement officers. And like you said, Melissa, the average EMS response time, God bless our paramedics, but it can be over 15 minutes in certain circumstances. Mm. And that's the difference between life and death, and that's why Cops Direct exists, to help our law enforcement save lives on a daily basis.
9: What made
0: you start Cops Direct?
8: I founded Troops Direct back in 2010 to support our military around the globe. And from there, we realized that there was a similar issue here at home where law enforcement was really lacking in the area of first responder trauma care and the training that can go along with it. And so we said we need to form a partner organization in Cops Direct that focuses exclusively on giving law enforcement agencies around the nation, especially in Florida as well, with anything that they need so that when their radio crackles and they've got to answer a call right then and there, they know that they have with them the items that can save lives. And sometimes, Melissa, it's in circumstances where even if the paramedics were there, let's think about a school shooting, that paramedics can't go in because there could be an active shooter in there. Who's going to save lives? It's going to be the cops. And so let's make sure they've got what they need. And that's what we've been doing now since 2016 is helping cops save lives.
0: We're talking with Aaron Nearbon. Is that publics closer? Nearbon. Nearbon. Enough. All right, that'll work. And he's the founder and executive director of Troops Direct as well. You mentioned that. Can you tell us what Troops Direct is?
8: So Troops Direct is the partner organization to Cops Direct, which I founded in 2010. And what Troops Direct does, Melissa, is it supplies American forces around the globe. Because understand, we have over 2 million Americans in uniform still serving in over a hundred countries, and what we do is supply them with any critically needed items that they can't access through the military supply chain for whatever reason. And it's not cookies and candy and magazines, it is medical equipment, it's communications equipment. It could be anything that they need to accomplish a mission and get back home safe and sound to their families here at home.
0: Hey Aaron, what supplies do our troops need most?
8: Every day is different. However, I can tell you that recently we've had requests for helmets because troops need resupplies of those. Medical equipment is ongoing. The EOD units, which is essentially the bomb squad of the military, they are always needing additional equipment so that they can go out there and defuse these lethal landmines wherever they are. And understand also, Melissa, that our troops are around the globe. They're in Central America. They are in the Pacific. They are in Africa. With everything that's happened with Poland lately, you know, there's things going on in Eastern Europe now, too. Our troops are everywhere. So the needs vary. Cold weather equipment we ship out all the time. I mean, you name it, Troops Direct is filling that gap when the government just can't get it right for whatever reason.
0: Wow. So, Aaron, first and foremost, let's get uh, the information out there on how our listeners can help support the military forces.
8: Troopsdirect.org is our website. And there, they can learn more about what we do and the impact that we've had. They can see on the website there some, some of our most recent requests and the invoices that go with them, because transparency is important to us, Melissa. Mm-hmm. And so our, the viewers can see exactly what we're shipping out and how they can support, because I can tell you that when Americans have to go out there and spend their own money to pay for the equipment that they need when they're serving our nation, I think that's absolutely unacceptable. And that's why Americans here at home need to support those Americans with an American flag on their shoulder, serving our nation every single day.
0: Here, here. Now, about Cops Direct and getting them the equipment that they need to help us out when we have a medical emergency before the paramedics get there, how do our listeners go and get more information and also get on the, the biscuit to help out?
8: Just like Troops Direct, go to CopsDirect.org, CopsDirect.org. You can see there some of the requests that we've had from recent law enforcement agencies and what we've done. Because, again, transparency is important to us when it comes to our donors. And they can see the impact that we've had. I mean, across Florida, we're we're shipping stuff to Florida law enforcement agencies all the time. And we ask people to go there, make a monthly pledge of $20 a month just so that they know that we're able to get stuff out the door to those agencies that are asking us, Melissa, for stuff every single day. We're backlogged through the end of the year on requests right now.
0: Uh, We got to run now, Aaron, but thank you so much for helping us out today. We really appreciate that.
8: Uh, Bless our troops and our cops.
0: You got it, man. Hey, thank you for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable. More coming up next. Have a great day. Thank you. It's the Florida Roundtable, and the holidays are coming. Yeah, I know, we jumped right past Thanksgiving, but we didn't, honestly. (laughs) It's here, it's here. Thanksgiving is here, and that is a wonderful time for family and friends to get together, you know, get the homes open up and celebrate, and uh uh-oh, what about your pets? Don't overlook potential hazards to your pet's health and safety. So here, with this in mind, we've got Dr. Emily Stefan. She is a veterinarian at the VCA Animal Hospitals, and hello, welcome. How are you, Dr. Emily?
9: great
0: thank you so much for having me oh we love it so um, hey, you know there's tips again I know to put my dogs either uh, away or board them during the holidays because they just don't they just don't know how to act when people are around mm-hmm. and I also have young kids in the house when when the family's around and they tend to feed my dogs when I'm not looking <laughs> mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. so what are some simple tips we can uh, do to keep our pets safe during the holiday season
9: well yeah, so- So every pet is different. You know, I love that you mentioned your own pets, and some really do best if removed from the stressors of the holidays. Um, Some some animals love it when people come to visit, but some it can be a really terrifying sometimes and and very stressful time. So you want to know, you know, think when you're planning this out, you want to plan around your own pet. Not everybody's the same. Um, you can always talk with your veterinarian about you know whether there are some things that can be helpful for them. Some Some pets need to be on medication for anxiety during this time because it is very stressful. I will say with the the change to the routine, the hustle and bustle, and the busyness of this season, every animal is going to notice a change to that normal day-to-day routine. And so the best that we can that we can do for them is to really try hard to maintain that that normal routine eating at the same time every day, walks at the same time every day, you know, sort of give them something to fall back on so that they know that not everything is upside down. There are still some normal things that they can expect and rely on, and that can really reduce their stress. Um, stress in animals can cause some some indigestion. Ah. That stomach is the most common thing we see at this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not always because they've eaten something bad. Oftentimes it's just because they are, you know, I'm overexcited, maybe a little bit stressed out about sure. what's
0: going on. So. Sure. No, it happens. Now, I love those beautiful, what are they, poinsettias, the the red plants yeah. that everyone puts around at yeah. Christmas. But I also know that they are deadly to my, my dogs. <laughs> you, know, they, you know, they sniff or bite those things. It could be a bad day and a trip to the vet's office that you can't afford. So what are some yeah. of the decorations that we should be mindful of this holiday season? Yeah, so...
9: Plants in the house are a big deal. Now, poinsettias get a really bad rap. They're actually not as toxic as a lot of people think they are. Oh. They can cause some some indigestion. Um, but um, there are other plants that are extremely dangerous. So holly, mistletoe, um, you know, those are things that get, can be actually quite poisonous. Um, lilies as well. So any, you know, bouquets in the house that contain lilies in them can be very dangerous, particularly to cats. Um, because cats like to nibble on plants. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it is something to to consider and think about. Really, decorations in general, I recommend doing the best you can to just keep them out of reach. Keep them away from where your pets are able to get to. Um, another common issue with, you know, speaking of plants in the house, a lot of times people have uh, live trees in their house mm-hmm. at this time of year, right? And there's water at the bottom of those trees that can be dangerous. There can be chemicals and fertilizers in the tree that will get into the water and makes the tree look fantastic, but can be can be very uh, dangerous if our pets drink that water. So yeah. um, another thing to think about that we want to protect them from, you know, their natural curiosity sometimes it gets them into trouble.
0: Mm-hmm. I had a cat that used to climb and hide and sleep in my tree. Not good, not good. <laughs>
9: <laughs> but it was it was great for the
0: pictures and the viral social media, but not so good for the decorations <laughs> or the rest of the house. But, Absolutely. Uh, so how can we safely decorate this holiday season?
9: You know, again, decorating in a way that, you know, just planning ahead and making sure that your pets aren't going to have access to those decorations is the best way to avoid a problem. Um, you know, when, when we, we get a live tree at my house and uh, when I'm home and I'm in the room with that tree and the dogs are allowed to be in that room as well, when I'm not, the dogs are not allowed to be in the room with that tree. Um, I simply, I, I recommend not trusting them for a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? They're all little three-year-olds. That's about where that's what I look at them as. They're just toddlers waiting to get into trouble, my animals. <laughs> so,
9: Absolutely, yes.
0: <laughs> we talked about the nervous Nellie, and I do have a couple of those as well, where they immediately get upset stomachs, we mentioned earlier, uh, when there are people in the house that they do not know. And so that can be a problem. How do we keep our pets calm?
9: Yeah, so you know it, it does. It does depend on the pet. Um, you know, my my dogs love it when people come to visit, but they tend to get a little overexcited, mm-hmm. and I do get nervous when we have you know grandma coming over and the seventy pound golden retriever is trying to jump on her. You know, it's it's a problem. So. In in my case, you know what we do when we have people come to the door, the dogs are not allowed to greet people at the door. While when they hear that doorbell ring, the dogs have started to go to the back door because they know they're going to go outside, mom's going to put me outside, and I'm going to wait there while everybody comes in. You know, once once everybody's in the house and put their stuff down and we're all settled down and sitting on the couch, then the dogs are allowed to come in and greet everybody. We want to try to have that initial greeting as a a more uh, calm, relaxed environment, as opposed to the the wild excitement oh, of everybody first getting there at the front
0: door. Right. Bar. We've been talking with Dr. Emily Stefan. She is a practicing veterinary uh, veterinarian since uh, 2010, I believe. And uh, we're wondering now where our listeners can go to get follow-up information. What you got for us?
9: Yeah, so you can get really great information online. Uh, Vcahospitals com is a great website that has a lot of information, including. Information about, you know, questions you might have about the holiday season. So um, definitely something that you want to look into. Um, there are also a couple of poison help hotlines as well. So Pet Poison Helpline is a website that has a lot of really good information. If you're worried that your pet might have gotten into something that could be dangerous, you can look it up on that website.
0: Doctor Emily, thank you so much for helping us out with our pets this holiday season. Can't forget boo boo and gunther and I'm just saying those are my kids.
9: <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> it's you.
0: been wonderful having you. Thank you so
9: much. Absolutely. Happy holidays.
2: Call US Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 513 1652 That's 800-513-1652. The following is an actor portrayal.
9: Hi, I'm Sonia, a health plan navigator. I love my job because I make people's lives easier. If you don't have access to health insurance through an employer, I can help you find coverage that you may qualify for. Open enrollment ends January 15th, so call now. The help is free and there's no obligation. A Navigator will show you all your available health coverage options. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword Navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto dial text message from
4: My Heart Media. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? more confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You wanna learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late, we stay informed,
7: To learn more, visit hud.gov/fairhousing. That's hud.gov/fairhousing or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance.
0: It's the Florida Roundtable, and home for the holiday fragrances are very important. You know, you got to set the mood. Even if you're just selling a house, I'm just saying, you walk in, it smells like cookies. You're like, oh, I want to live here. But uh, with the holidays, a little bit different. With that in mind, let's bring in the nose that knows. New York Times anointed him the candle king. Harry Slatkin. Hello, and welcome to the show. How are you?
6: Thank you for having me, and you're so right. It does change the mood and the atmosphere.
0: If I want to create the mood of Christmas, how do I uh, How do I do that? And, and, I mean, we're talking candles here, right? So, hmm.
6: Yes, you're talking mainly candles, and so how you change the the holidays is, remember, our keenest sense is our sense of smell. It goes right to our brain and changes our mood instantly. There's actually even a doctor at Columbia University in New York, Dr. Richard Axel, who won a Nobel Prize for scent to cure illness. I don't cure illness, but I will be a mood changer. So through my candles, I tell stories. It's not about the obvious scent. So when you buy my tree scent, it's really the nostalgia story of the holidays. It takes you, makes you feel like there's snow just fallen outside like the window panes have chill on it with the iciness mm. makes you feel like there's a fireplace roaring <laughs> it's that's the holidays to me and to every scent that's how i do it now if you want something more gourmand like i love gourmand scent then you pick my apple pie you pick all those kind of wonderful yummy holiday scents mm. but it really is where your nose wants to take you
0: indeed i will tell you i have walked in and out of places just because of the smell You know, like it smells like a dirty or sour dish rag. I'm out of there. I'm leaving. I don't even want to know. No, you are actually right. You know, so
6: I, 30 years ago when I started the Home Fragrance Company, Mm -hmm. I actually was the odd one out because I didn't know it, so I went to master perfumers to create what I do. Nothing bothers me more when they're synthetic or they actually don't have a perfumer that knows how to put scents together. They become cloying, annoying. Mine are friendly to the ozone. I'm let's see wicks. Everything about it is perfection. And when you use essential oils, it's a whole different experience.
0: Mm, Essential oils. Now, I'm a big fan of jasmine. I find it very relaxing. I love jasmine. Mm -hmm. Put a little on a a light bulb, dimmed in the bath, you know, in the bathroom, and just relax away. Better than chamomile tea for me. Um, But I have a lot of friends who really like interesting scents. Like my producer, Lizzie, she wants to know, Harry. Have you produced an eggnog-scented candle yet, and will you?
6: Oh, my God, I've got one out. Ah! Yes, I've got it in the room right now. Oh, my gosh. So, where is it? It's right here. It's called spiked eggnog, and there's even just a little bit of boozy note in it. It's so creamy, the nutmeg, the cinnamon, Mm. to die for.
0: Oh, my goodness. See, Lizzie? So
6: I want to Lizzie? say one thing about your jasmine moment. Hmm. I have jasmine growing. I have two kinds. I have jasmine, and then there's midnight jasmine, which only blossoms in the evening time. And the aroma that washes through the, the, the area is amazing. So it doesn't matter if you're a jasmine or an eggnog person. I've got something to make your holidays happen.
0: Mm, We are talking with the nose that knows Candle King. That's what the New York Times calls him. This is Harry Slatkin. He's with us today. And you are going to tell us how to create the mood. So uh, remember in the opening, I talked about how real estate agents, and nowadays they cheat, by the way, Harry. Instead of actually baking cookies, they buy a can of cookie spray smell. And spray it around. Now, if I was going to sell my home or even have entertainment during the holidays, two very different types of scents. So first, let's talk about home staging. What would you put out there for that at this time of year?
6: The number one selling or selling a home is a candle. And the number one scent for selling a home is an apple-scented candle.
5: Mm.
6: So when you actually burn the candle, whether it's a baked apple pie or you want actually baked apples, or if you want something a little bit more gourmand where you're getting into an apple Betty, it's the number one scent when people walk in the house, it reminds them of being home. So that's for selling the house. But when you're coming to the holidays, you know, you really want a different mood. That's about you, not selling the house. That's when you want those Christmas trees, the Douglas fir, the snow moments. We actually go to the mountains in Aspen. We go to the mountains in Switzerland, and we take a machine that actually takes the molecule of the air and we reproduce it with natural oils that actually make you feel like you're at that mountaintop smelling that in. That's where you want the holidays to go. Mm. Again, nostalgia, home for the holidays.
0: Right, exactly. Now, uh, you don't know this about me because we've never met, Harry, but I'm from Nantucket, Massachusetts, an island, and there is a certain smell that I miss. And that would be the Ocean Salt Spray. Anything there?
6: So I have. I do. I love that, too. We have a house, We had a house in East Hampton right off the ocean. And everything smells different when you have that Ocean Salty Spray. Even your roses smell mm-hmm. different. Even your grass smells different when that misty water is coming oh. into the air, mm-hmm. and we do that. So that's more for us in late spring, summer, mm-hmm. when we bring those ocean scents. And this year, coming out in summer, I was in this, uh, Europe this past summer, so I have wonderful ocean sea from from um, Greece. Oh. I have wonderful ocean sea thats coming from Capri. So I bring that all into my scents, and each region, each area, makes it so memorable and special I hope it brings back a little
0: man. tuck it into your home. Mm, it sounds like it might. We're talking with Harry Slatkin. He's the founder and chairman of Slatkin & Company. They're a market-leading home fragrance company, and he is acclaimed as the nose. Do you uh, ever occasionally, you know, that whole pheromone thing, is that part of this, or is this a totally different type of trigger with the, the nose and sense?
6: No, actually, all of that is about it. So just so you understand what it means to be nose, it's one of the highest compliments you can get in the entire industry. And I'm the only recognized nose in the entire home fragrance industry, given the award by the Perfumers Association. So the perfumers voted me on my nose. If you're listening and having a romantic dinner, go out and get your pumpkins, get your vanilla scents, get a little cinnamon. (laughs) It's going to be the evening.
0: It sounds like a perfect evening for me. Now, um, let's, talk about, let's talk about let's talk about where this all came from. All right, let for a second. Let's talk about your uh, your wife Laura and your son David. Um, now, I understand he was uh, diagnosed as severely autistic. Now, I'm um, yeah. I'm I'm a little bit on the spectrum, and I get really overwhelmed if I walk down the aisle in a grocery store where there's all of the. Uh, the laundry soaps and such, I, I cannot handle it. Yeah. I literally have to leave the store. And I'm sure that is, you know, minuscule in consideration of your son. Can you tell us a little bit about how that all came together?
6: Sure. So, um, by the way, I had that same issue, too. So we shared that together. But <sighs> um, when um, my children were twins, when they were born, they're now 23 years old. About 18 months, we started to see a difference in my son, and we actually went to get them both analyzed um, at New York, um, at a hospital in New York, and it came back that my son was autistic. Back then, they didn't call it autistic; they called it PDD-NOS, pervasive mm. development disorder, not otherwise specified. Um, but everything came up autism when I looked on the on the on the website um, when I went on to learn about what that meant. And back then, I was frozen. I didn't know what to do. There weren't many places to turn with. My wife had been traveling when they called me from the hospital to tell me the diagnosis. She came home. We started to cry. We woke up the next morning. We had a choice. Either try and help our son and others or wallow in our sorrow. We decided to help our son and others. So we actually were founding board members of Autism Speaks when it first started. Then we started our own foundation called Next for Autism. We're about helping families and families. People with autism, wherever they are on the spectrum, and actually all mental health issues, live a full life no matter what age they are. Right now we're doing adults with um, special um, mental health issues. So for me, my son is severe. He doesn't have language, so he can't actually talk to you, so he can't tell you how he's feeling or how he's... He but we know him so well, and we love him so much that we interact with him, so we kind of can read what he wants or what he does, and he'll pull you in different ways and tell you that. But... That led us into the field of mental health, and we sit sit on many different boards. My wife sits on the board at Columbia University, um, Cold Spring Harbor Lab. So it's led us to meet all these different people and understand the brain more. And I guess you would say that fragrance and what we do in mental health overlap each other because it's all about the brain.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is great, though. I'm so glad for what you did. You know, A lot of people freak out and don't do anything. It just exists when they get these diagnoses. But instead, you went out there and you said, "Look, we're going to find a way." And this is aw- very awesome. I mean, next to autism, is a great nonprofit organization. And a- again, people think differently. Diverse thinking is nothing new. It's just you know a way of uh, a way of doing things. And, and
6: I, when we, when we first started it, what we wanted to do is we wanted to take away the stigmatism that comes word that people aren't familiar with. So autism was a word 30 years ago that people weren't familiar with, so they actually didn't understand it. So what happened is they sort of stepped back and their face changed. Now everyone understands the word autism on every part of the spectrum you're on. And now people are open to it and more helpful, which means you get people to roll up their sleeves from doctors to, you know, people who are philanthropic to just people you pass on the street. People are more understanding of it, and that's what helps to change a disorder. When I say change it, I just want to make everybody living with the disorder a better lifestyle for them and have more choices. That's why we do adults for for autism right now, because I want my son, severe, to be able to go to town, do food shopping, do laundry, live a life for whatever he's capable of, and that's what he's able to do now.
1: Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $2 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for $99
4: The holidays are a great time to be reunited with friends and family. But as you travel this holiday season, be sure your car is road ready. Tires are your car's first defense on the road. Checking your tire pressure before your trip can help ensure you get to your destination safely. With proper care and maintenance, they'll keep you safely motoring along Florida's highways. For more holiday travel tips, visit FLHSMV.gov. Remember, safety is always in season. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Life can be full of risks.
8: One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it.
2: 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398.
0: Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. We're in the middle of talking with the home for the holidays, fragrance, nose that knows, Harry Slapkin, And in the middle of this, we're also talking about Harry's son, who has autism. Let's go ahead and pick it up from there.
6: Started it. What we wanted to do is we wanted to take away the stigmatism that comes with words that people aren't familiar with. So, autism was a word 30 years ago that people weren't familiar with. So, they actually didn't understand it. So, what happened is they sort of stepped back and their face changed. Now, everyone understands the word autism on every part of the spectrum they're on. And now, people are open to it and more helpful, which means you get people to roll up their sleeves from doctors to you know, people who are philanthropic to just people you pass on the street. People are more understanding of it. And that's what helps to change. A disorder. When I say change it, I just want to make everybody living with the disorder a better lifestyle for them and have more choices. That's why we do adults for for autism right now, because I want my son severe to be able to go to town, do food shopping, do laundry, live a life for whatever he's capable of, and that's what he's able to do now.
0: Right, no limitations. We're talking with Harry Slatkin now. He's the nose that knows. He's the founder and chairman of Slatkin and Company, as you just heard. Also, founding board members of Autism Speaks, and you guys serve on numerous nonprofit agencies. You and or organizations, I should say, you and your wife. Um, but let's get back to the fragrances, shall we? Because that's why we're here at the moment. What? Um, What advice do you have for actually preparing the air for the guests that will be coming over these holidays?
6: Well, I don't know about other people, but my favorite thing to do is to welcome guests. So we get the house prepared. My wife and I like to set the table. We do everything about our food. So we do all of that, and we'd love to have guests over, but we also like to see them leave after three hours. (laughs) So how we prepare the house is really we put our best foot forward in our front hall. That's probably where you most likely want your tree sent. Or if you're into florals, you probably want your amaryllis, your holiday scents in the front hall to greet your guests. Then if you move through the house, like in our kitchen, you probably want more of the gourmand. I am a big gourmand person. So that's where I get into the foodie scents in the kitchen. And in the living room, I like, because people are going to linger in there, I like the snowy scents, the vanilla scents, but with a touch of tree in it. Mm. So it's really how you like scent to smell, because if you're relaxed, when you're opening the front door of your and your guests and your family are coming, then they're going to be relaxed. There's nothing worse than an anxious host or hostess, and scent can change that mood.
0: Mm. Do we have any wine-scented candles? I'm in the mood for some wine candles.
6: <laughs> I have scents for my. Actually, I do them mostly in the fall, mm-hmm. but I have scents that will actually be my country inn where I take you to a country inn and you can actually smell the Bordeaux wine in the scent. Oh. So you feel the fireplace roaring, the Bordeaux wine, the chill of the air, mm. the apple orchard that you drove through to get to the inn. Yes, I create moods, and in those moods, I have wine sense as well.
0: Oh, my goodness. You've sold me. I'll tell you, Harry. I'm excited. Uh, I find – I, I, actually, I find a lot in aromatherapy, as I told you earlier, the jasmine, uh, you know, smoke, smoldering off the light bulb while, while I'm in the bath. No visuals, please. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to do that. Okay. but i find that it really sets the mood for me but now when the holidays you know you said that three-hour window come in get yourself (laughs) food fed talk have good times and then get the heck out so after that after everybody's gone how do we reset the mood
6: well you know for you let's talk about your jasmine so for the last two summers I've been in the south of France to visit the jasmine field. The oldest jasmine field in France is in a little town in the south of France and actually used to be thousands of acres and what you'd call hectares, but now it's gotten smaller because they've sold off the land for other buildings to build, which is sad. But you can still smell that aroma, and that aroma from that field is the oils that go into my candles. Now, there's two kinds I mentioned. There's night-blooming jasmine, and there's regular jasmine. And I'm going to send you one because I want you to light the candle when you're taking that bath and truly relax with that jasmine scent. But for me, when guests leave, it would be a vanilla gourmand that would sort of relax me, watch a movie, curl up. I have scents that smell like warm cashmere and suede. So if you want to feel that cuddle-up moment, that's the scent you would go to. Again, I go to your nose nose. So find the scent that's going to allow you to do that there scents, like my tree scents, that pick you up for entertaining, and then I have scents that calm you down. But that's going through your olfactory system because it goes to your brain. And how you feed your brain is how you feed your stomach and your happiness in your life.
0: Mm, do we, Speaking of feeding my stomach and happiness, do you have any like pot roast-flavored uh, candles?
6: No, I've never done a pot roast-flavored candle, but I do do, and I have done, the mashed potatoes, Uh, I have a stuffing candle coming out next year. So I do do, I'm doing a whole Thanksgiving feast next year, so I am doing that. So, yes, I do foodie sets, but I haven't done a pot roast yet.
0: Mm, Yeah, well, that's just comfort food for me. You know the deal. The mashed potatoes, though, and the stuffing, that covered it. I'm pretty much there. But I do want to record.
6: Funny enough, my comfort food is cheeseburger. Mm. So I'd say it was, oh, my God, we sold our company – after we started cycling Company, we had sold it to Bath & Body Works. I used to go to Columbus, Ohio. I built the largest home fragrance company in the world with Bath & Body Works. So we go to Columbus, Ohio, and the founders one of the largest chains of, um, which is called White Castle Hamburger, mm-hmm. have a child with autism. And we ended up doing a slider, a White Castle slider, as a candle. Oh, my God, it sold out literally 100,000 candles sold out in like, five minutes. <laughs> well, so I've done cheeseburger as well with, the, ice, with the pickles, the whole thing. Oh,
0: my goodness. Now, I know there's been novelty candles, uh, candles created by some companies like Kentucky Fried Chicken with their chicken log c- candles and a macaroni and cheese flavor. But yours seems a bit more uh, highbrow, if you will. And I like that. They are. Yeah.
6: And I did the one for White Castle. <laughs> we did that novelty moment because every sale benefited autism. And all the proceeds went to autism, because they have an autism child, autistic child, and they have their own foundation in Columbus, Ohio, through the, the, the Children's Hospital. But I don't really go into what I call the cutesy, cutesy sense. But I'm not past doing something with peanut butter. I'm not past doing something with marshmallow fluff, because I love those comfort moments. Mm. So I'm not past it. I just don't like what I call the cuteness. I'm more sophisticated, and I work with master perfumers. And so those essential oils that get combined together probably aren't going to take me into a fried chicken moment.
0: Well, if they do take you into a fluff a nutter moment, you let me know. Okay, we're talking white bread,
6: you know, marshmallow, marshmallow, I, marshmallow fluff, peanut I, butter. I, oh my God, I've got I've got a marshmallow fluff with hot chocolate that can make your eyes swirl.
0: Oh my goodness, we have to talk some more. I'm talking with Harry Slatkin. I'm
6: sending them to you. Okay, I'm sending you. you're getting them with the jasmine candle.
0: Mm. Hey, where can our uh, listeners go and get more information and purchase some of these wonderful fragrances we've talked about?
6: Thank you. The easiest place to go is homeworkscandles.com. That's homeworks with an X. So homeworkscandles.com, that's my e site, and you can see all my scents from my pumpkins, my vanilla, my cinnamon. For that moment, you want to have that special one-on-one dinner. All my trees, my snows, the entire gamut mm. of the holidays are there.
0: Oh, this! I've just really enjoyed talking to you. And uh, this is so creative, and you found a way to make it work, and um, now I'm just smelling bayberry. Have you ever made a bayberry candle?
6: I do. I've got so many things to send you. Of course, there are bayberry, um, I've used um, myrrh, and, um, uh, frankincense. Yes, I do all the things that actually have, are, are what I call the creation of the holidays, things that make you feel comfortable, warm, and bring back those memories. Now, you remember, or well, maybe you don't, but the word perfume comes from the Latin meaning perfuma, which really means through smoke. So right. perfume didn't start out as perfume for your body. It started out as, as oil that you burn. And the Egyptians used to, when they were buried, they would put it inside the, where their burial tomb was to bring the good um, vibes in from the other side and keep the bad aura out. So when you burn a candle, you're bringing that good energy into your home. No mm. fuma, through smoke.
0: Yeah, fuma. No fumar! That means no smoke in Spanish. I learned that while reading it in the elevator on my way up today. Uh I'm just sorry, Harry. Through smoke as opposed to no fumar, which in Spanish for don't exactly. smoke. So exactly. spiked, eggnog, candles, Lizzie, we got them. Harry's got it all handled here. And again Oh
6: my God, I'm gonna make you so happy. <laughs> it's got a little boozy note, so I hope you don't mind the boozy
0: note. Uh, I don't mind the boozy note, actually. I don't mind any boozy notes. Uh, Harry, it's Me been too. wonderful talking to you. I have really enjoyed it. And I will tell you Thank what, you. you're welcome to come back any season and tell me what the candles and scents that are appropriate are.
6: No, oh, that's so nice. I'd love to do that. And have a great happy holiday. And to all your listeners, happy holidays.
0: Thank you. Harry Slatkin, the founder and chairman of Slatkin & Company. Go to homeworks.com. That's with an X. There we go. And you, too, can smell like me. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, it's the Florida Roundtable. Tis the
2: season. Eight zero six fifty one.
9: Beko's new line of dishwashers feature Corner Intense, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Beko achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Beko, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models until December 31st. Visit Beko.com for more details. That's B-E-K-O.com.
7: Ho, ho, ho! And what can I get you, little girl? Well, Santa, I'd
5: love to get an apple tree and peach tree and a blueberry bush and herbs, too.
7: That's a lot for the elves to handle. Oh,
5: Santa, just stop by Quality Green Specialist.
7: Plants and flowers always make beautiful holiday gifts. Head on over to Quality Green Specialist's new location at 335 West Michigan Avenue in DeLand or at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice.
5: You know, I thought you'd be into gardening, Santa. Why? Because you like to ho, ho, ho.
8: If you don't have a health plan through your employer, you can still get quality health insurance through the federal marketplace. Not sure where to begin? A Navigator can help you cut through the clutter. There's no obligation, and getting help is always free. Open enrollment ends on January 15th, so don't wait. It's easy. From your mobile phone,
1: dial pound 250 and say the keyword Navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. That's pound 250, Navigator.
3: You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news
1: and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to floridaroundtable at fnnonline.net.